Talk Radio. Live from London, England, it's Paul Joseph Watson with Summit.News. And we are live on this Friday, January 17th edition. You heard there Alex Jones, who will, of course, be coming up in the second hour, returning to you, talking about events in Virginia. Of course, this big pro-gun rights rally happening on Monday. They had up to 60,000 people, I believe, sign in or at least agree that they were going to go on Facebook. Obviously, it never turns out that way. You'll probably get one-tenth of that. But even if you get one-tenth of that who show up, it's going to be thousands and thousands of people. You also have SWAT armored gear now rolling into place in Virginia, judging from the recent photos that I've just seen on Twitter. So we'll get into that. Also get into, of course, Antifa groups have now announced that they will be descending on Virginia on Monday. So basically, you're going to have thousands of pro-gun protesters who have been told by the governor that they can't carry any arms in this relatively enclosed pen with potentially SWAT teams, armored SWAT teams surrounding them, if these recent pictures are anything to go by, and belligerent leftist snarling Antifa thugs, who, it's funny because they've actually said they're pro-gun rights in this instance because they say that disarming people is racist. So they're actually going to, Antifa groups are actually going to be joining the pro-gun rights march in support of that. But they've also said, oh, by the way, we don't support any of these white supremacists who are going to be there as well. So you've got a cocktail for absolute disaster. Hopefully everyone remains safe, but just from some of the ingredients that are going to be in enclosed in that pending area, people are very, very concerned. So I'll get into that in the next segment. But first, with Alex covering obviously most of the stateside news, I'm going to look at what's happening in Europe and particularly what's happening here in the United Kingdom because I became jaded to this. We have one of these cases almost every few months at this point. And I saw this story a couple of days ago, just brushed over it, read the headline, didn't even read the story. But that's how they get you. They get you jaded by bombarding you with the same stuff over and over again. But we need to be continually outraged about this as a headline. Upon summit.news, British police failed to stop Muslim grooming gang due to fears over community tensions. Yet again, we have another case. You know, the left always says, well, who could possibly have a problem with political correctness? Only bigots and racists, because political correctness is just being nice to people. It's just being nice to people, really. Well, why in every single instance that we see one of these mass rape grooming gang scandals is the issue of political correctness at the fulcrum of why these rapists and pedophiles were not stopped from abusing women and in some cases children in fact in all cases children in this case because again concerns over being portrayed as racist or politically incorrect to the point to the extent where they actually cover up these cases and ignore the pleas of the victims. British police failed to stop Muslim grooming gang due to fears over community tensions. This is another case that has only just come to light, which happened 15 years ago. And it's only just come to light. British police in Manchester failed to stop dozens of girls being sexually abused by a network of Pakistani men, despite knowing it was happening due to fears over creating 
community tensions. That was actually in the report. And again, you remember the reason why Tommy Robinson was eventually banned by Twitter, because he accurately stated the statistics that 84% of convicted groomers, these people who abduct and traffic children in the UK, are Muslim men. That's from Quilliam Foundation. That's not from an extreme right-wing source. 84% are either Pakistani or Bangladeshi. They're Muslims. This is a Muslim problem. But in all the reporting about this, they dare not mention that fact. And in the investigation of this, they deliberately hide the fact to the extent in this case where the police were told that they, in order to prosecute this case thoroughly, which it never got prosecuted, there were a handful of people who did, the vast majority got away with it. They would need to go out and find people who were non-white to try and prosecute so that they can then justify this and bust the case wide open. They were literally told, we're not going to do anything unless you find some white people who are involved. Article continues, in yet another grooming scandal involving predominantly Pakistani men sexually abusing white girls. Again, their white privilege didn't come to their aid. A new report reveals that Greater Manchester Police failed to take appropriate action more than 15 years ago, despite getting details of nearly 100 persons of interest who were using takeout restaurants as a base to rape and abuse children in care between the ages of 11 and 17, despite the fact that the culprits were operating, quote, in plain sight. That's a quote from the report. All of the victims were young white females aged 11 to 17, while all the perpetrators were almost exclusively Asian adult males. And again, Asian is the politically correct term in the UK for Muslims. I imagine that South Koreans, Japanese and Chinese are quite offended by that term being used over and over again. But we can't say the word Muslims because that's politically incorrect. And that's why this case didn't even get solved. Even though it was out in the open, it was in plain sight. The police operation identified 57 girls who had been exploited, including one who died after being injected with heroin by her abuser. Literally just injecting them with heroin, then sexually abusing them, passing them around. We've got a clip from the BBC, which we're going to play in the next segment, which talks about that girl who was injected with heroin. But the case was shut down in 2005 and, quote, very few offenders were brought to justice. Now, to digress before I get back into this, we have to remember that this has happened across the United Kingdom time and time again. Rotherham, Telford, Oxford, Rochdale, in all these different towns and cities, the exact same thing is happening. Pakistani and Bangladeshi Muslim men are abducting young white girls, sex trafficking them, abusing them, bullying them beating them, intimidating them, in some cases, killing them. And in almost every single case, only a handful of people get prosecuted. The big case, of course, was in Rotherham. That came out in 2014. That's when this story really started to come to the fore. And at the same time in Rotherham, when these Muslim men were trafficking young girls, they always targeted young white girls. The council that helped cover it up, the same council was telling foster couples, was removing children from foster couples because of their politics. So the council was concerned about kids being radicalized by right-wing foster parents. There's a headline here out of the BBC. 
UKIP couple have foster children removed from care. Now, this couple, I think they were Polish. They weren't even British and an absolutely exemplary record for foster care. But because they expressed support for UKIP at the time, which in 2014 or in 2012 was basically almost the third largest political party in the UK. It became that in 2015 with the election. Because they expressed support for a, a mainstream UK political party that was not left wing. They had children removed from foster care. Meanwhile, 1,400 girls in the same town are being kidnapped, abused and trafficked by this Muslim grooming gang. And not only did they do nothing about it, they helped cover it up. This is the extent to the industrial scale abduction and grooming of children that's been happening in the United Kingdom. And again, I go back to the stat. 84% of these grooming gang members, Pakistani Bangladeshi men. But at the same time, even to this day, there's a tweet here where a council is sending out a test for employees to join the council, to be employed by the council, where they ask the question, well, perpetrators of child sexual exploitation can be men or women from all walks of life, cultures, ethnic backgrounds, and of any age. Media reporting has tended to be skewed towards the gang being made up of Pakistani or Asian origin. And if you answer true on that question, that they're mainly Pakistani or Asian origin, you fail, you don't get the job. That are actually using it to apply for council jobs. And if you actually tell the truth in that instance, you don't get the job. These are some of the same councils who helped cover this up. And now we have a giant new case in Manchester, which was happening 15 years ago. It only just came out. We're going to get into more details about it on the other side. This is the Alex Jones Show Live, breaking news at Infowars.com. I'm here with Scott Uceum, founder of OMG Tax. Tell us how your company helps our listeners out there who have a problem with the IRS. My team of lawyers, enrolled agents, and licensed tax experts remove wage garnishments sometimes in the same day. We even have reduced the total debt some of our clients were required to pay through what is known as an offer in compromise. Can you give us an example of somebody you help? Oh, can I ever. We have taken a $500,000 liability with the IRS Guess what? The client didn't pay a dime through the representation known as non-collectible status with the government. If you owe the IRS more than $10,000 and you want to see if it's possible to pay a lot less, call OMG Tax right now for a free tax-saving consultation. Call 800-486-8112. That's 800-486-8112. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-506-6740. 800-506-6740. 
800-506-6740. That's 800-506-6740. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You're listening to the Summit.News Radio Hour with Paul Joseph Watson. Well, they say diversity is a strength. We've seen this across Europe, but we've seen it particularly in the UK. The industrial scale sex trafficking of children, basically. They always talk about them in the media as being you know, girls, no, they're children. They're as young as 11 years old. And we've had another case in Manchester where 57 girls were abducted, sex trafficked, in some cases injected with heroin, in one case injected with heroin by their abusers and killed. And this has only come to light 15 years later. Why? Well, in the report, it tells you why. And it's the same case as we saw in Rotherham, Rochdale, Telford, and in all these other cases From the article, British police failed to stop Muslim grooming gang due to fears over community tensions. One of the reasons why police failed to take adequate action, despite knowing this was happening in plain sight, was due to concerns over, quote, sensitive community issues. We see this again, even with terrorist cases where they refuse to arrest terrorists or refuse to keep tabs on them because it might upset the Muslim community. There was a refugee who was eventually given asylum in Canada, who I think was coming back from um, Egypt or Saudi Arabia or Middle Eastern country. And again, the same reason they gave the government is we can't take her in as a refugee, despite being under threat of being murdered, because it might inflame community tensions. In other words, it might upset the Muslims. And now, even though these men were known to police, they knew the locations where this was operating out of the new, they knew the culprits involved, They didn't intervene because of political correctness. There was another case named in this report involving Kurdish people. When the police got involved, that also created, quote, community tensions. The report says these factors clearly had to be considered by the Gold Command Group, which was the police outfit investigating the crimes, which were never properly prosecuted. Police were even ordered to try to find culprits who were white to hide the fact that the grooming gang issue is a Muslim Pakistani problem. Quote, we were told to try and get other ethnicities. So the only way they could bust this case was to try to fudge it and make it not look like a Muslim Pakistani issue. We're going to come back and talk about this. But here's a clip from the BBC talking about how one of the victims trafficked by this gang covered up by police was treated. Here's the clip. They told me it was a beautiful young girl. Why did she have to die? I just want her to be here with me now and just be close. Joan Agolia lost her granddaughter Victoria in 2003 and has been demanding answers ever since. But Victoria's death should not have come as a shock to the authorities at the time. Today in central Manchester, Joan was at the front row of a press conference held by Mayor Andy Burnham, which laid bare the extent to which they knew about the terrible abuse she was subjected to and how little they did to protect her. Although Victoria was cared for by Manchester City Council, a man who had been previously identified as sexually exploiting her 
was given permission to visit her in her accommodation three times a week. Only weeks before her death, Victoria disclosed to her social workers that she was being injected with heroin by an older Asian man for favours. No formal action was taken to investigate this matter or prevent it occurring again. Joan heard pledges from the panel that the wrongs of the past would at last be put right with new investigations. But will they deliver justice? I've heard this time and time again. I'm just hoping this time, after all these years, I've been hoping and praying and had interviews and everything, they will keep the promises and get this sorted out. My granddaughter can't go to heaven yet. But it wasn't just Victoria. In the wake of her death, Greater Manchester Police set up Operation Augusta with the aim of tackling widespread and serious sexual exploitation of children in care in the city. The operation identified 57 children as potential victims and up to 97 persons of interest involved in the crimes against them. But the investigation was shut down before it got started, a decision the report found driven by resources rather than all lines of inquiry being successfully completed or exhausted. The men identified by detectives were never investigated. Their abuse went unchecked. The review concluded that most of the children they considered were failed by police and children's services, that authorities knew that many were being subjected to the most profound abuse and exploitation, but did not protect them from the perpetrators. We now know that eight of the men originally identified by police went on to commit serious sexual offences after the operation ended, including the rape of girls aged both over and under the age of 16. This is something Ruby knows a lot about. From the age of 12, she was groomed, plied with alcohol and sexually abused by groups of older Asian men in Rochdale, Greater Manchester. I was raped by a lot of men. It started when I was around 12. It ended around 15, I think. We were playing in a takeaway. We'd go and have drinks and then it escalated from there. They started taking us to houses and stuff. There was a lot of alcohol, a lot of alcohol. To be fair, most of the time you couldn't even remember the sex or the rapes because I was that intoxicated. It was that bad then. <laughs> Ruby isn't her real name. You're going with him. You're going with him. It's the name she was given when her story was made public in the BBC drama series Three Girls. Today's news of a previous failed investigation five years before her abuse began is especially difficult to hear. They should have saved Victoria. They could have saved her, but they didn't. I feel like if they would have done something then, then it would have saved me from going through all the abuse as a child as well. The next step of Andy Burnham's review will be a detailed reassessment of the investigations into the abuse she and others endured in Rochdale. She told us she gave police details of at least 10 men who abused her, but only one was prosecuted. Ruby thinks, for her, 
The review has come too late. If you knew then what you know now, do you think you would have taken part in the police investigation? No. Absolutely not. Because they didn't do their jobs properly, to be fair. The outcome wasn't what they said it would be. The police, they're there to keep me safe, and they didn't. I was only a child as well. Manchester City Council said today, we recognise that some of the social work practice and management oversight around 15 years ago fell far below the high standards we now expect. We're deeply sorry that not enough was done to protect our children at the time. And Greater Manchester Police said in a statement, following our internal review, a multi-agency team was established under Operation Green Jacket. To date, Operation Green Jacket has identified 53 potential victims. We will continue to do all that we can to safeguard children within our communities. There we have it, and they don't mention the real reason why it was covered up, because of concerns about political correctness. They don't tell you that. Don't go away, will Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Since the beginning, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. How you You're listening to Summit.News with Paul Joseph Watson. We heard before the break again all the victims describing their involvement, their victim, or their abuse at the hands of networks of Pakistani Muslim men. Again, the entire case covered up by the police, or at least they were told not to investigate it in many instances, told not to bust the case until they could find people from different ethnicities. So then they could produce the uh, case or present the case in the eyes of the public as something that was not Pakistani slash Muslim related, even though it is in almost every instance, because people bring over certain aspects of their cultures from their home countries that don't always mesh with ours. But the governments, the councils do nothing about it. In many cases, they directly cover it up because God forbid they would be called racist by coming to the aid of these dozens and dozens of children being abused. And tying into that, actually, there was a story which I saw immediately before coming on air, which is out of a Swedish publication. Of course, Sweden is having gigantic problems with their own cultural enrichment. They've had record explosions, grenade attacks, sexual assault statistics through the roof over the past few years as they've accepted more migrants, more asylum seekers. And there's a story here out of a um, Swedish news source, which I believe is a mainstream Swedish newspaper, 
translated so the language is not exactly easy to follow but the headline is authorities plan to deploy military against the swedish people now as far as i can understand from this rough machine translation police chiefs in sweden have asked the government to have the power to implement basically martial law scenario where they could employ military assets against the people in times of you know emergency in terms of in times of crisis which they describe as the gray zone it says among the tools you fear can be used in the gray zone are among other things dissemination of disinformation and quote impact operations and they ask that authorities in this case be given the power and the opportunity to plan and practice quote gray zone problems so they're requesting support from the quote armed forces in a gray zone situation which means that police and military can be deployed against the population in case the country is deemed to be in a war like state but as part of this request according to this article and again this needs to be fleshed out so i'm going to do more research about it and probably do my own story on it within this memo they describe the alternative media as being part of this threat that would require armed forces to support the police in times of civil emergency they directly mention quote this is from foi memo 6338 and again this is a rough translation so i'm doing the best i can with this translation but it says these are the people who they're looking at in terms of needing armed forces support on the streets against the swedish people it says the dissemination of propaganda via internet activists and alternative media which is sometimes unreflected spread further in swedish traditional media conveys a distorted picture of sweden the swedish public is exposed to ambiguous facts and sometimes pure disinformation on issues that concern among other things order and security migration and integration now you remember a couple of years ago the swedish government basically put out an enemies list the swedish government by the way is completely beholden to these splc type groups in sweden who designate lists of enemies which is basically anyone who's vocal who has criticized mass migration in some place in some cases these lists are leaked to newspapers and then journalists go out they find the addresses of people who've left you know mean comments about mass migration on facebook they knock on their door and try to publicly shame them that's concerning enough now it's being mentioned in the context of sending troops onto the streets to deal with this kind of dissent continues again they're talking about the swedish public being exposed to disinformation via internet activists who do you think they're talking about there they're talking about someone like the angry foreigner who is a youtuber a bosnian immigrant himself who has been on this show several times made numerous viral videos about the problems that mass migration and soaring crime in migrant communities has had on Sweden. He was put on the enemies list too. So was PewDiePie by the way. <laughs> and he did a pretty humorous video about it at the time I remember. But now they're saying, quote, these information operations which primarily utilize the information infrastructure of our open society in terms of the internet, social media and blogs have a certain negative impact on public confidence in authorities and politicians the article goes on to say the documents dealing how to with the document details how to eliminate the threat from alternative media memo 6338 addresses the crisis in healthcare energy supply 
and it also addresses other things including failed payment systems but the point is one of the targets in this what they call gray zone scenario where they have civil unrest in Sweden where the people no longer trust the government one of their enemies who they're looking to use the military against under this scenario which they're trying to claim new powers to enact or at least have on standby is quote internet activists putting out disinformation during this gray zone situation those are the targets which is basically anyone who's criticized mass migration on the internet i mean we have stories routinely out of sweden where 75 year old pensioners have, re have received police interrogations for you know talking mean about muslims on facebook things like that so many cases and now they're asking the government to give them the power to use the armed forces against those kind of people sounds very progressive doesn't it but again that story literally just came out and it's a direct translation so i'm going to try and flesh it out even more but of course we were talking before the break about the massive problem in the uk with muslim grooming gangs the fact that the media won't call them muslim grooming gangs they call them asian gangs and again they primarily target white working class young women and children the white privilege doesn't really help them out in those cases does it and it didn't help them out in this case which was the most prolific legal rape case in the UK headline here out of sky news reinhard sinaga prolific rapist should never be released says attorney general as he reviews sentence this is a guy who i think he's um from thailand originally who was found guilty of 136 counts of raping and sexually assaulting 48 men but there could be 190 victims they're calling it the most prolific rapist in british legal history what he basically did was he rented an apartment in manchester near where all the bars and clubs are he lured back men to his uh, apartment and said do you want a drink do you want to charge your phone then he slipped them a date rape drug and raped them and he literally raped dozens and dozens this is the most prolific rapist in british history and buried deep down in the article here is the fact that quote all but a few of sinaga's victims were white heterosexual men with an average age of 21. so that yet again is another migrant to the uk who has now become the most prolific rapist in the uk targeting white heterosexual men to be raped another example of how their white privilege did not come to their aid even though that's an integral part of the story again like with the rotherham case with the manchester case where they deliberately target white people that is buried or not even mentioned by the mainstream media who will crow on all day about white privilege of course we just had a a week-long scandal which is still running about Meghan Markle basically forcing Prince Harry to resign from the royal family and then all criticism of her privileged whiny diva-like behavior is denounced as misogyny is denounced as racism by feminists who by the way have absolutely nothing whatsoever to say about the industrial abuse of dozens and dozens of girls and young women by Muslim by Pakistani grooming gangs noticeably silent on that aren't they we're going to come back in the next segment we're going to talk about what's happening in virginia they are now rolling in swat equipment 
They're rolling in Caterpillar arms to keep surveillance. It's all armored. They're rolling in SWAT teams, according to some reports. And that looks like a really big confrontation that we do not want to happen. But all the ingredients for it happening are going to be there in place. Breaking news at Infowars.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You deserve a deep, restful sleep with Knockout by Infowars Life. Our organic formula is made from high-quality natural ingredients such as valerian root extract, L-tryptophan, lemon balm leaf extract, and melatonin. Knockout packs a powerful punch to get you through the night and achieve proper sleep. Millions of people around the world experience daytime drowsiness, but with the rapid speed of life, we need to be able to keep up the pace. Our natural mixture harnesses the power of 10 known ingredients to let your body relax and get the sleep you need. Wake up refreshed and take on the day. InfoWars Life wants to bring you a sleep support formula that goes above and beyond other leading brands at an affordable price. Get the sleep you deserve and experience the power of knockout. Head on over to InfoWarsLife.com and say goodbye to fatigue. That's InfoWarsLife.com. You want to break some globalist ribs. You want to crush some skulls politically. You want to drive ice picks through their eyeballs spiritually. There's nowhere you can spend money. There's nowhere you can place your bet in a fight where it's going to have more power per dollar. Your bang for your buck here gets you great products at great prices that literally fund the system where the spirit of resistance lives to drive it home to the enemy. And so it's very simple. If you don't want to be slaves and you want to see the fight taken to the enemy, which God wants to see, you see, we have to make the effort 110%. God will finish the move. And I know I need to stay in the fight in the attack, attack, attack. I want to attack. I want to go after the globalists. And just believe me, ladies and gentlemen, that if you want somebody to commit to you and your family to fight, for all of our futures together, you've got to guarantee you keep me in the game. I'm going to bust my ass with everything I got for us, for myself and my family, for your family, because we're in this together. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Transmitting worldwide. From the Summit.News studios in the United Kingdom, you are listening to Paul Joseph Watson. We are back live on the Alex Jones Show. We're going to get into what's happening, the latest out of Virginia. But first, I want to tell you about some of the great deals available at InfoWarsStore.com. You've seen the massive deplatforming campaign, not just against us, but against basically Everyone who helped Donald Trump achieve election in 2016, everyone was punished in some way. The latest example, of course, being Stefan Molyneux, who, because one person from Sleeping Giants tweeted a little complaint to MailChimp, his MailChimp database was immediately removed. Of course, they did the same thing to us months and months ago. If you want to have a, a mailing list, which you actually trust and won't be yanked away from you within a moment's notice because one screeching moron complains about it on Twitter, don't use MailChimp. And in fact, a lot of people did immediately pull their support and service from MailChimp in the aftermath of that. Of course, we've been completely deplatformed. They expected us to be completely destroyed at this point. We're not. We're still here fighting purely because of you getting the products at InfoWarsStore.com. I cannot overestimate the crucial nature of your continued support for this network's continued survival. 
we have Alexa Pure Breeze Air Purifier. Now available at 30% off with free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com. As the cedar analogies kick up around Austin, we're reminded how great the Alexa Pure Breeze is. This is a must-have for your home going into the new year to help filter out those allergies and all the other dust and toxins around you. It's been a game changer since it came out a couple of years ago. Comparable units, and this is the same with our storable food, which, by the way, if you're trying to get storable food in Europe, it's like 10 times more expensive. Comparable units for the Alexa Pure Breeze cost as much as $800. We're bringing it to you for just $195.97. So that special is available right now at InfoWarsStore.com, where we also have Winter Sun Plus, a massive whopping discount of 40% off. Of course, now we're smack bang in the middle of winter. People are very vitamin D deficient. As the temperature continues to drop, it's more important than ever to make sure you're getting the vitamins you need. Winter Sun can help you get all the vitamin D your body needs without the uncomfortable sunburn. Created with powerful nutrient-dense lichen oil, it's the easiest way to bring the power of the sun into your home. It is Winter Sun Plus. It's available right now, InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. And right there when you buy the product, there's also a new way to show your support for the InfoWars crew with the donation option. You can add a donation right there at checkout. Simply open the donation option and select either a preset amount or a custom amount of your choice. So a lot of people, they just want to give more money of their own accord, and we really appreciate those donations. Of course, ban we used to take donations by, via PayPal, but they banned us. But we got around it, and now you can donate anything you like or a preset amount right there at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's absolutely crucial that you continue to do so. We really appreciate your support. Now, of course, Virginia is potentially going to be a flashpoint on Monday. You have 60,000 people saying that they're going to attend this pro-gun rally on Facebook. Of course, not that many will show up, but even if one-tenth show up, there's going to be a large amount of people. You also have Antifa, who've announced that they're going to be on the scene too, just to make things that little bit more spicy. Headline out of Daily Caller, Antifa group plans to march alongside pro-gun protesters in Virginia. A diverse gathering of pro-gun protesters is set to descend upon Virginia's capital on Monday. Could include an unlikely ally, a local Antifa group. In what Vice called a bizarre meeting of the mines, Richmond-based Antifa Seven Hills also strongly opposes the gun measures now likely to become law since Democrats won control of both Virginia houses last year. And they too want Democratic leaders in Richmond to know. So they're basically saying that gun control in America has a legacy of racist enforcement. That's why. Antifa now are literally going to be out on the streets protesting in favor of the Second Amendment. But they've also said that they're not going to be supporting far-right militias or white supremacists who are also expected to show up to the event. Now, this is going to be a big flashpoint because, of course, the Mr. Blackface himself, the governor of Virginia, has said that he will ban all guns. He's passed an executive order to ban all guns. Some people have said they're going to bring the guns anyway. And now it looks like authorities are preparing for a flashpoint. They've got a armored vehicle, which I think is called the Rook. People have identified this on Twitter. There are photos circulating of this um, black armored vehicle device with a big arm, which they use as both surveillance. And here's an article about it, actually. I can describe exactly what its function is. It's out of Business Insider. There you see right there the photo of the vehicle that's in station in Virginia right now. 
Business Insider describes exactly what it does. It says, take a look inside the Rook, an armored vehicle SWAT teams use to tear through vehicles, block an active shooter, or bust through a riot. The Rook, designed by Ring Power Corporation, heavy equipment company that modifies vehicles, is essentially an armored caterpillar vehicle that has been modified for SWAT and other police units. It can be used for all kinds of scenarios, including hostage rescue, barricaded suspects, riots, and natural disasters. At least 25 different police departments across the U.S. have purchased one. And now, as you can see from those pictures, there is one on site in Virginia where you're going to have armed police and potentially SWAT teams alongside pro-gun protesters who have been told they can't bring guns, but many of them have said they will anyway, and Antifa radicals who often get into fights with those same pro-gun protesters, even though they've said that they're marching alongside them in this instance. So to put it bluntly, it's a recipe for absolute disaster. But of course, that was worsened by this executive order, which said they couldn't carry guns. If they hadn't passed that order, if they'd have allowed everyone to carry firearms, it probably would have passed off without much comment. But now it's become a flashpoint situation and everybody's worried about potential violence, which, of course, we don't want to see happen. Meanwhile, National File reports sheriff's deputy vows to defy unconstitutional gun control. Trip Kester, a sheriff's deputy in North Carolina's Davidson County, channeled the civic sentiment of many American patriots this week at a meeting of his county board of commissioners, which voted unanimously to adopt Second Amendment sanctuary county status. And in fact, we have a clip of the sheriff getting up and giving a speech. And here is that clip right now. Let's roll it. My name's Trip Kester. <clears throat> As you can see, I'm here. I just want to personally. Could you pull that mic up a little bit? Is that better? Okay. I just want to personally and publicly go on record supporting this resolution before us this evening. You know, guys, it's, it's simple. Like a lot of them have said, the Constitution needs no, no explanation. It's been enforced for several hundred years now. It's easy to understand. It says what it means and means what it says. And the last time I read the Declaration of Independence, it, it, it specifically reminds all of us that we're endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, which means God-given, among these life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that governments were instituted among men specifically to secure our God-given rights. And it says when government becomes destructive to these <clears throat> ends, meaning when they go above and beyond trying to secure our liberties and trying to take them, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish that government, either by voting or ultimately, God forbid, to use our Second Amendment rights to protect ourselves from tyranny. And I'm just asking all of y'all to unanimously join our sister counties of Wilkes, Surrey, Stokes, Lincoln, and Cherokee and get on board with this thing and publicly demonstrate to us that you're willing to uphold and honor the same oath I took when I put my hand on God's word and held my other hand up to him and swore that I'd give my life to defend that Constitution. And I, and I hate, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but regardless of what y'all do or don't do, I'm not going to enforce an unconstitutional law. I'm going to protect They have a sheriff's deputy in one of the neighboring uh, areas there talking about refusing to enforce unconstitutional laws. This is the flashpoint in Virginia. In fact, reading more about this armored vehicle, the Rook, which costs $315,000, they actually used it 
to take down Syed Rizwan Farouk and Tashfi Malik, the married couple who carried out a San Bernardino terrorist attack in 2015. So this is literally a device, a vehicle used to take out mass shooters and terrorists. And they've moved it into position. Reportedly, these photos are circulating on Twitter. Again, this is not being confirmed, but reportedly, they've moved this vehicle into location in Virginia where they're going to have the big pro-rights march on Monday. The governor, Ralph Northam, Mr. Blackface, has said that no guns will be allowed. Looks like you're going to have a tight perimeter in there, in the central um, plaza where they're having this protest with up to 60,000. Of course, people who say they're going to go to an event on Facebook, even if a tenth of those people, and it's usually like a third who sign up for Facebook, it's usually you get a third who go. But even if it's 10%, you've got thousands of people, you've got Antifa, you've got people frustrated that they can't bring guns, some who will bring guns anyway, and you've got potentially vehicles, SWAT vehicles that have used to be used in the past to take out terrorists. This does not look good. Infowarstore.com. We have a new product and we got several thousand of these in and they're going to sell out in a few days at the rate we're selling them. I want to thank the listeners for getting it, but this really is a game-changing toothpaste and it doesn't compete with Super Blue that's fortified with colloidal silver and iodine and fluoride-free, the adult or the children's. These are both excellent toothpaste, concentrates that don't have fillers. People love it. This is a whitening toothpaste that also has the above sea coral calcium that also cleans but also remineralizes the teeth. Then it has the patented silver sol, silver in it to knock out the bacteria that cause gingivitis. This is all proven. You can make claims with this. But I have to tell you, no one has a toothpaste this good for knocking out the bacteria, the viruses, uh, and cleaning the teeth in a healthy way that doesn't strip away the enamel. So we're really proud of it. It funds the operation, InfoWarsStore.com. And that's why we're still on air, thanks to you.